Blog Talk Radio.
Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports of a Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Ramon. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, well, how's it going? I'm doing all right, man. Glad to have you on the show, as always. Hey, glad to be on. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for checking out the show. You know, on this show, we talk sports and entertainment and everything else. You know, what we do is keep it real on the show. And uh, thanks for joining us. On today's show, as you could tell, um, you know, we're going to give a tribute to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, who just passed away um, last week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, say about last week. Yeah, last week. So, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we, you know, give him, give him, you know, his, um, you know, his respects and his impact in the business, uh, you know, in and outside the ring. We're also going to preview the WrestleMania coming up next um, Saturday and Sunday. We're also going to talk about, you know, the Mets and the Yankees, the Knicks uh, resurgence as of late, and whatever else is on our mind. Oh, and, um, you know, of course, you know, the number is 999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but with that said, uh, let's say hello to the bad guy, you know, one last time. And, uh, you know, fortunately, as we all know, uh, Scott Hall passed away um, last week, actually about probably last week, Monday. And, um, you know, all the the tributes have been coming out, you know, about his um, – his passing, you know, obviously, you know, he was, you know, he's one of the greatest wrestlers who, who's, who never had the opportunity to, to win a title that, you know, the, the WWE or the, you know, WCW World Heavyweight title. And obviously we all know it's not because of his, you know, his entering ability or his uh, impressive mic skills, you know, obviously he, you know, he battled his, you know, demons, um, um, inside and outside of the ring, and fortunately, it you know it cost him opportunities of, um, you know, being trusted with the opportunity of, you know, being a champion. But like his longtime friend uh, Shawn Michaels said, um, that you know he you know he didn't need the title, you know he was bigger than the title. I mean, you know, the title is, is there for, you know, to to elevate stars and you know, show that the companies, you know, trust around that person, that that person can, uh, you know, produce an audience that will, you know, will rush, you know, to, to pay, to buy a ticket. Obviously he had that star power to do, to do so, but unfortunately his, um, you know, his, um, unfortunate addictions, you know, prevented both companies from, you know, ever giving him that opportunity. Obviously, you know, he's a former intercontinental uh, title champion, I think four times. My memory served me right. And you know he's he's been a, a you know he was always a huge star. And uh, you know his you know his um, addiction unfortunately um, you know cost him many opportunities of uh, you know of you know sustained you know heavyweight title success. But you know his impact will never be forgotten. You know his um, his um, wrestling performance, especially highlighted by uh, the WrestleMania 10 match at MSG uh, against uh, Shawn Michaels uh, to win the, the undisputed um, Intercontinental title. Obviously, um, you know, he, he formed NWO with Hogan and, and Nash at the, the Bash of the Beach in WCW in uh, 96. And, uh, you know, he just – oh, and, of course, um, his upset loss to uh, one two, three kid they're known as, uh, you know, X-Pac, you know, in the WWE. Formerly known as Lightning Kid. You're right, that too. Yep. And, you know, it just shows, um, 
you know what a you know what a guy he he was you know he wanted to elevate you know x pac you know then known as you know one two three kid you know before he um he signed with the company like you say he was lightning kid in other you know you know in another organization before he came to w w e and he knew how talented the you know x pac was so he wanted to elevate his star and from you know so i mean he's he's always been you know always you know working with people behind the scenes to try to elevate you know you know new stars you know he had he always had that business mentality and you know it's it's good that um you know that he had some scary moments you know in the past decade but you know thank god his his friendship with uh Diamond Dallas Page uh you know gave him a renaissance along with uh Jake the Snake Roberts you know highlighted in uh the movie we we saw um in theaters a few years ago uh, I'd say probably about a decade ago none of that if I think and uh yeah we were fortunate enough to uh you know meet DDP and Scott Hall that day when they were promoting the movie oh, and yeah. um one of the I know. one of my favorite moments in my life. Definitely yeah, I know you one of the my favorite wrestlers growing up. Yeah, I know he he was like you just said he was one of your your big wrestlers, your favorite wrestlers growing up. So yeah, tell me no about question. that experience and you know, of course his, you know, untimely passing. Yeah, man, like those police sirens in the background that I hear at your in your place. <laughs> I mean it's pretty much uh you know, uh I always remember Razor Ramon on Monday Night Raw. You know, with that old Monday Night Raw theme when that show started with the police sirens in the background. <laughs> yeah, you know? appropriate. Um, but Razor, man, yeah, he was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. You know, him and Bret Hart. You know, those were two guys that I looked up to. You know, in the W, in the formerly known WWF. Um, you know, Razor just had a he had style, mm-hmm. and he could cut a promo. You know. And he had it all, you know, with the exception of, you know, never winning a major. I mean, he won the Intercontinental title four times, Mm -hmm. of course, but he was never heavyweight champion. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I found out uh, that he never wanted the responsibility of Mm -hmm. being, you know, the world champion. So that's why he always, uh, he he always uh, just fought in the IC title matches. Or you know, in a lightweight match, light you know, light heavyweight matches instead of a, mm-hmm. the world championship. But uh, one of my favorite uh, Razor Ramon moments is, of course, at WrestleMania 10 against Shawn Michaels, and that's one of the greatest matches ever, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, in the history of professional wrestling. Uh, so you know that that stands out as you know the, the best match I've seen him perform in his in his entire wrestling career. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just watching this guy, you know, when I was a little kid, you know, this guy had the machismo, he had the style, you know, he had the charisma and he was the bad guy. He was literally, literally the bad guy, you know, even at the times when he was a good guy, he was still, he has, he still had bad guy tendencies, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what made him so unique. You know, as a as a wrestler and a performer, and you know he uh, he carried that momentum into the WCW with Kevin Nash. You know, when they formed the NWO Alliance with the Hulk, Hulk. and yeah, man, it, it's it was a pleasure to watch Scott Hall, and it's unfortunate that you know he passed away. You know, I mean, the guy was still what he was in the sixties, right? I, I believe. Yeah, sixty-three. 63 i mean that's these days that's not even that old mm. you know so he still had uh, more years left in them so it's unfortunate that you know he passed away due to uh due to complications from the surgery but uh you know he's gonna be missed you know he's one of the the greatest uh superstars to ever grace uh a uh, squared circle and one of the you know, most athletic big men, you know, that, that you'll ever see, you know, in the wrestling ring. But, yeah, definitely one of the top performers, in, you know, in the 90s during that WWF new generation era. 
And, you know, I love watching him as a kid, and I'm going to miss him. You know, definitely have many memories watching him as a kid in a lot of great matches against Shawn Michaels, um, Marty Jannetty, um, Diesel, um, Diesel, IRS, you know, you know, a lot of great matches. Goldust, Double mm-hmm. J. Yeah, Brett, especially the rivalry with Bret Hart back in the, you know, early 90s. So, yeah, man, he had a lot of great matches, and he's going to be missed. He's definitely going to be missed in the wrestling world. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, it's been a sad week, you know, for, for many wrestling fans and for people who knew Scott Hall. Yeah, man, you, I mean, you hit it right on the head. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people miss him. And uh, it's a good thing, you know, he was able to, you know, you know, Turn his life around the past couple of you know past couple of years, um, um, so that he could at least have an you know uh, you know a feeling, you know knowing how you know how the, how much the fans loved him, how much how beloved he was, you know. Um, it, Jake the Snake, I didn't even know he, how how loved he was until, you know, later on his you know after his wrestling career was over, you know. So, I mean, it's good, you know, he was able to have these couple of years or a dec, you know, extra decade where he, you know, he he was on the right path. And unfortunately, it's just sad that, uh, you know, he he died of that complication, that that surgical um, complication that, that caused him to have three heart attacks in a day. Like, it was just a, a crazy situation. But, you know, I, I, you know, I hope he rests in peace, man. Um, Seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. Even though he was the bad guy. But yeah, speaking of what you said, and you made a great point, um, he was able to main WWE, especially at that time, or even in this time, when you when you think about it, when 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 you turn into when you're a heel, when you're a heel or a villain and you turn into a baby face like they did with Diesel, they take away all the stuff that you know the heelish tendencies that the fans liked about you, you know. Yeah. But that was one of the rare times, you know, with the exception of the Attitude Era, that, um, you know, a, a person, you know, maintained all the all the um, the traits that made him popular. You know, obviously, another person who 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 carried that torch, you know, after um, Scott Hall left, was um, you know um, Scott Hall future WrestleMania 18 opponent Stone Cold. Stone Cold, of course, you know. Uh, had the the double turn at WrestleMania um, 13, and um, you know he he was a heel. Bret Hart was the baby face, and then they did the double turn. And um, how what made Stone Cold just like Scott Hall did, you know, years before that was that once he turned when he turned baby face, he still maintained his heelish tendencies. He wasn't like a you know like a Boy Scout. He kept all the 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 tendencies that he had that made the fans you know love them love both of them even when they were heels so you yeah. know pops to him you know just transcending the the um the sport and him and Kevin Nash was able to get the you know they got you know guaranteed contracts and you know obviously the rest is history for for the wrestlers as you know they still are battling to try to um you know not be seen as independent contractors and, you know, former union in the future, if, you know, if they're successful at it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, rest in peace, uh, Scott Hall. Um, yeah, man, he, he'll, he'll always, he'll always be remembered, uh, for what he did, you know, in the ring and help, you know, making new stars, you know, uh, here's a tribute from WWE. The WWE family is saddened by the passing of Scott Hall, the man who proved it's good to be the bad guy. Say hello to Razor Ramon. Scott Hall made an instant impact upon his WWE debut in 1992 as Razor Ramon. That character was the little spark that he needed to light the dynamite of everything he had. Take a look at me. 
I living the good life, man. Good food, good drink, good chica. You just can't teach somebody to be cool. And Scott's always been cool. Maybe I could clear the table, huh? Is that what you would like, man? I could. He's the guy that made it cool to be the bad guy. Being the bad guy came with benefits. Razor would cement his legacy as one of WWE's greatest intercontinental champions with a thrilling victory in WWE's first ever ladder match at WrestleMania against Shawn Michaels. I got gold around my neck and my most precious gold around my waist. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Upon leaving WWE in 1996, Scott Hall would make his way to WCW, where alongside Kevin Nash and the immortal Hulk Hogan, he would revolutionize sports entertainment with the NWO. Going down there changed everything. Scott Hall was a pioneer. We are taking over. It just felt real. Felt you were getting something special. Hey, y'all, are you here to see the... This is one of the best things that ever happened in the business. When you're NWO, you're NWO for life. The WWE family will forever remember Scott Hall as a gifted entertainer and two-time WWE Hall of Famer. Hey, yo. A loving father and a dear friend. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Uh, welcome back uh, to Sports of the Legend. Well, of course, you know, I'm William Ramo, and I'm with uh, Macaulay Matthew. And, yeah, um, yeah, let's um, slightly shift gears to um, WrestleMania 38, which is going to be um, debuting next week, Saturday and Sunday. So um, what, what's your thoughts on this upcoming WrestleMania 38? Well, just looking at some of the matches uh, for night one and night two, I think uh, they need to go back to just putting it just one night, man. Because I agree. That one night that I'm seeing, I mean, you'll have two women's matches that are going to be headlining headlining that night. Yeah, and I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, wow, that's so. There's no there's no women title match uh, night two. There's no women title match night two, and you don't have like a man a major male title that on night one. So, yeah, wow. other I mean, other than attacking times, but but I mean, yeah, they gotta go back to just doing it one night, man. This this two oh. night thing, it was good during the COVID, you know, but mm-hmm. it, now people are going out and seeing this event. You, you should, probably should go back to making it one night. Yeah, man. I think uh, this is just a, to me. This, this is just a cash grab right now. You know, they yeah. just want to get the most. They want to get the most fannies in the seats. Be like, oh look. You know, we have a record for 4,000, 400,000 people showed up at the, you know, at this, this football stadium, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, come on, like, I get it. I get you want to, you want to get the most panties in the seat. I get it. But I mean, like, it's, it's watered down now. Yeah. I mean, it just, just cut some matches, you know. Or, or just get, you know, just put it one night, like two nights, like this is just it's overkill. Like I mean, come on, let's just let's just dive right into this, man. Like, yep. All right, you got um, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. This is this is apparently looks like this is what's gonna lead off the show. Like, are you serious? Like this could this could have ended night. This could have ended night one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you're gonna lead up with Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Like, they have a feud. They have a legit feud. Bianca, uh, Becky Lynch, 
you know, ended uh, Bianca Belair's um, title reign, you know, in, in 26 seconds with, with, a, with a shocking Becky Lynch heel turn, you know, hitting her with the rock bottom, which she now calls the manhandle slam. Um, yeah, I mean, the only the shocking thing about this match is that it's, it, as of right now, it's penciled in as the, the show that's going to lead off the WrestleMania. Um yeah, the only, the, the only thing that would be shocking is if Bianca Belair would lose this. I'm, I'm hands down picking Bianca Belair to win this. Yeah, I'm going with Bianca Belair to win it as well. Back-to-back years. Yep. I mean, she already did She already did what Rock never did, but WWE never allowed Rock to do it anyway, and that's actually win or retain a, a, you know, a heavyweight title. So, you know, she. I think she's going to do it again. Yeah, I, I think but Bianca's going to walk out of that arena with that title. Mm-hmm. Just like Becky Lynch did it against Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey uh, in that first main event, you know, women's main event, you know, a few yeah. years back. So. Yes, sir. And according to uh, Becky Lynch, they're the, the only two women to main event, you know, um, you know, a main event, you know, a main event at WrestleMania. So, I mean, you yeah. know, to, to win a main event at WrestleMania. So, yeah, I think Bianca Miller is due to um, get her revenge finally. Yeah, then, I think so. Then you got Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus Miz and Logan uh, Paul. Who do you think is going to win that one? Uh, I am going to go with Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think that's a layup. But you know what just popped in my head? Maybe Dominic can turn on his father and turn heel after he after he wins the match. Or really? cost them the match. I mean, that'd be shocking, wouldn't it? Wow. That would, I'd be surprised if that happened. But, hey, you never know. Could happen. He could, he could win. They could win the match, and then Dominic turns on him. And then says, you know, he wants to be out of his father's shadow, you know, and you know he wants to be his own man. I mean, it it looks it sounds far fetched, you know, based on his character, you know, but who knows? Yeah, that would be a good storyline for the future, son versus father. Yeah. It never. I don't think Ray would ever fight him, but then again, you never know, you know. Look at Undertaker and Kane. You know, he didn't want to fight Kane, and, of course, he was provoked and pushed to the limit. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Yeah, this is a match. This was a WrestleMania moment. You know, this is a match, you know. Yeah, this match is worthy of having a seven-hour law. I mean, mean, WrestleMania. Yeah, Drew McIntyre versus, uh, you know, Happy Corbin, which which you know should be at maximum a five minute match, but you know WWE they'll probably push it to ten. Um, yeah, Drew McIntyre, hands down. When yeah, of course I'm going with Drew McIntyre on this one. There's mm-hmm. no way he uses. Yeah, so so far these are layups right now. Yeah. Then you yeah. got. Then you got the Usos versus um the Usos versus uh Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Riggs for the the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um man. I uh, wow, I, this is this one is actually I could see it going either way. Um I see the Usos Us- retaining it. I see the Usos retaining it too, but yeah, I'd love to see Shinsuke win it. Would Rick Boogs have a, a WrestleMania moment? Yeah, I think I think I think they're gonna they're gonna make Usos win lose to like a more you know serious threat. I mean, obviously Shinsuke Nakamura is a threat. I mean, let's be real. But the way how they're using him, they're using Shinsuke as a, a mid carder. Yeah, you know, when this guy, you know, he he could have he could have been a champion. You know, but WWE for whatever reason they don't see him as a champion, kind of like Cesaro. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't see them winning, unfortunately. Yeah, Usos are going to take it. 
What says we're gonna retain? Yeah. I wanna pick Shinsuke. I'm rooting for Shinsuke and the Boogs to win it, but yeah, the way how WWE's booking them, you know, they want Uso, they want the Usos to retain this they keep the title. They're gonna probably wait until the new day takes it off their top, their hands or yeah, I think only I, I can't really think of any other team taking the titles off their hands other than the Usos. I mean other than the um the new mm-hmm. day, you know. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Now this is an interesting matchup right here. Edge versus uh AJ Styles. Dream match right here. Singles match. Oh, AJ. Yeah, I'm going with AJ, you know, because, you know, I, obviously Edge is the heel. I mean, obviously Edge, you know, you know he he's won many times as a heel at WrestleMania, but I think, you know, this will be AJ's moment. You know, he'll redeem himself from that losing the barnyard match to Undertaker. And after this, Edge needs to retire like Triple H. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about that, but, yeah, let's – yeah, man, uh – yeah, sad story about uh, Triple H. You know, um, Triple H was talking to Stephen A. Smith, and, you know, he revealed that, you know, due to, you know, um, you know the, the problems he was going through with, with uh, you know, with his heart, um, you know, now he has a defibrillator, and uh, basically his, his wrestling career is over. You know, he was thinking about wrestling, at, you know, wrestling at 38. They didn't mention who, against who. Um but you know yeah sad 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 um way ending to his career well i mean uh, you know it's a, it's unfortunate that he can't wrestle him but but then again he's a 50 what 50 something years old well, and yeah. the last several years i mean he hasn't really been wrestling like that anyway i mean i already considered him retired to begin with but mm-hmm. uh he just confirmed it so that you know but uh, you know, I just hope that, uh, yeah, he's just got to watch his health, you know, from mm-hmm. here on because, you know, he does have a heart issue and, you know, Eddie, yeah, I mean, with, he definitely can't wrestle with, with the issue, with heart issues like that. I mean, he has a mm-hmm. defibrillator that was mm-hmm. inserted inside his heart. So, but, I mean, I already considered him retired anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I you know, I consider him retired also, but, you know, you would have thought a guy like that would have, you know, ended on his own terms, have a final match, pick his opponent, maybe Orton or somebody like that, and, uh, you know, end it like that. But, hey, you know, life, life happens. I mean, look at Edge. Edge, Edge. Um, you know, he, he fought against Del Rio like a decade ago, and then he had, uh, you know, the back, the career-ending uh, at the time of career ending uh, injury, like his back, you know, he was, he had like, I think spinal and back problems that, you know, he almost paralyzed him. But, you know, thank God through his uh, rehab, took him like nine years to come back, you know, and now he's uh, competing against AJ Styles. So, you know, best of luck to, um, you know, Triple H. And obviously, like you said, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've we all considered him, you know, retired. He hasn't wrestled in years, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, didn't, didn't Triple H have a career and ending match with Undertaker? <laughs> yeah. supposed to be like a, whoever the loses. End era, the, the end of something. an era. Yeah, the end of an era, but he, he, was still, he, he was still wrestling like, what, two or three years afterwards, or maybe three to five years after the end of the era match, where everybody... Right. Everybody at least had one match afterwards. You know, Undertaker obviously retired, uh, uh, what was it, two years ago or so? And then afterwards, of course, um, Triple H officially retired. And Shawn Michaels, you know, you know he you know, he, um, he had that one match where, you know, for the first time ever, DX battled against the Brothers of Destruction. I mean, wow. I mean, that's like at the, the top of my my dream list of wow, what it would it be? I wonder what it'd be like if Triple H or, or or Shawn Michaels would ever fight Undertaker and Kane. Like yeah, right. Like that would ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> like whose dream match was this? I mean, I mean the only dream match was was the zeros they got in that paycheck. You know, to do this <laughs> match. Like, like come on, man. Yeah. Shawn Michaels just ruined his his, his legacy. I would have been there, done done that match, even though technically he never, they never fought, you know, in a tag team match against each other. 
like that. That's the only, you know, history-making thing that they did. But, I mean, come on. Wasted that. Wasted that um, opportunity. But, oh, you know, it is what it is. You know, best of luck to, you know, Triple H as he, you know, continues um, working behind the scenes in WWE. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, the executive vice president, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, still, he's still in the, he's still, you know, on the scene, mm-hmm. on the WWE scene. He's still the work, but backstage. Yep. Not in the ring, so. And a guy who we drafted, uh, Gable Stevenson, um, you know, the, the, the Olympian and uh, what, two-time NCAA champion. He he um he won the the NCAA championship again and uh, you know he retired his he you know he retired as a amateur wrestler he he um he left his his um his boots in the ring and uh, you know he already signed with WWE and now he's um you know he's training to start his WWE ring and um, Stevenson is probably gonna appear at WrestleMania I think if I'm not mistaken him and uh, um, the the female wrestler, I forgot her name. The, um, she was like the first black woman wrestler, uh, NCAA wrestler winner. Forgot her name at the moment. Yeah, I can't think of who you're talking about. But um, yeah, she, you, you, they were both at the the wrestling. I think last year, you know. Um. But um, you know. You know, props. Props to, uh, you know, Stevenson, you know, um, starting his, the, you know, his, the next phase of his career as a WWE superstar. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, and, you know, hopefully he'll make the most of his opportunities. And speaking of opportunity, someone who claims to be the opportunity is, of course, uh, Charlotte Flair. And um, she is, she's going to be defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against, uh, you know, the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. Uh, who do you think is going to win this one? I think Ronda's going to win. Yeah, hands down. Hands down, Ronda. Ronda has to win this one. Uh, this is a match that we were we were going to have a few years ago if uh, Becky Lynch, you know, wasn't, um, you know, inserted into that match last moment. So yeah, Ronda Rousey, she's definitely gonna win this match for sure. Yep. So that's night one. Night two is Queen Zelina and Carmella versus uh, Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Nia Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Who do you think's gonna win that one? Uh. Man. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I think Rhea Ripley and Morgan might pull off the upset. Yeah, man, we, we were thinking that we were, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was thinking the same thing too before you just said that. Because, uh, yeah, obviously the obvious choice would be Sasha and Naomi, since they're both, you know, very popular with the fans. Um. And then, of course, you know, you got Queen Selena and Carmelo defending the titles. You got Natalia and Shayna Baszler, who are great, you know, grapplers in their own right. But, yeah, this looks like this is the perfect moment for Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan to win the title. Like, both of these women were, like, competing for, you know, the um, the woman's title. And then for, like, the past couple of months, they've kind of dropped off a bit, you know, in the opportunity. I mean, other than the Elimination Chamber. You know, but winning a title here, you know, will will elevate those stars. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, and they've been a a good uh, good duo, mm-hmm. um, Morgan and um, Ripley. Ripley, you know, they, they make a good tag team. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm I'm putting my money on them. I'm with you. Believe it or not, maybe uh, Ripley will will win it, and yeah. and Morgan. And then, uh, of course, you got Johnny Knoxville from, you know, um, you know, he's going to be battling. 
Yeah, he's going to be battling Sami Zayn in an Anything Goes match. And, um, yeah, I mean, Johnny Knoxville, you know, he's going to win this match. What yeah, I'm, go, I'm going with Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if this jackass crew uh, helps him win. In this oh match. yeah, no, no doubt they're gonna they're gonna interfere. I mean, it's a anything goes match, so it's not it's not cheating. Yeah. yeah, it's true. You know. Then uh, you you got Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Oh my goodness, this is another this is another raw match. I mean. The only thing that's interesting is, you know, Pat McAfee, you know, he, he did well uh, in NXT against, um, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, uh, Adam Cole, when he, when uh, when Adam Cole was still in the, um, you know, NXT with the, you know, the Undisputed Era. Um, but, yeah, this, I mean, Pat McAfee, you know, re- you know, wrestling, you know, this was his dream to wrestle at WrestleMania. That, that is actually interesting, you know. And you know potentially Austin Theory is going to get his butt whooped, so that probably will, will be interesting. But I think yeah. Austin Theory might win. I mean, who knows? I mean, he could. I mean, you know, with a small package and you know interference, maybe you know it's possible. I think he's going to win it, man. I'm taking Pat McAfee, but you know, I'm going with Austin Theory. Uh, you you're probably right. You know, Vince McMahon could pull some strings. You know, put a banana peel for Pat McAfee to trip over, and you know, in <laughs> theory, to to um, you know, to win. I could see, I could see that. You know, WWE loves to, you know, you know, peel the fans, especially when they're in New York. But um, they where are they gonna be at this? Where's this one? Oh yeah, it's gonna be California, I think, if I'm assuming right, right? I think so. Um, then you got RKO. Team RKO versus Street Profits versus um, Alpha Academy for the Triple Threat uh, title. Why do I think Alpha Academy is going to win this? Never know. I mean, Alpha RKO and Street Profits kind of cancel each other out as baby faces. Yeah, I'd be right. I'd be right. Alpha Academy could could shock the world and win it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't see Street Profit winning it, you know. No, I mean, I, I could don't. see RKO retaining. I could see Alpha Academy pulling it off. Profits, I don't know. They're, you know, they're so talented, but, you know, WWE is just mid-carding them. Like, Montez, Montez, um, you know, Montez Ford himself, you know, that, you know, that's, that guy, you know, even The Rock himself said that, you know, he, you know, he could be a future champion. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, the personality, you know, the skills. Yeah. Yeah. Charisma. And, you know. And the wrestling you know, ability. Yeah, he looked up to to The Rock, and you could clearly see it. And, like, I, like when he debuted the day one, you could see, like, I saw it, that, you know, he, he had The Rock manner, mannerisms. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, WWE, man, they just holding him, holding, holding him back, man. But you know, hopefully it's their moment. They could get a WrestleMania moment. Hey, you never know. And um, yeah, they, they, you know, they remind me of a, a, a you know a tag team, um, you know, a popular tag team, you know, um, Crime Time. And of course, uh, you know, Chad Gaspar. He's he's gonna be the Warrior recipient. You know, at this upcoming WrestleMania, so uh, you know, congratulations to him. You know, posthumously um, going in. You know, obviously, you know, he passed away. You know, being, you know, the perfect father. You know, literally, you know, sacrificing his life so that his son could, um, you know, could live. You know. Yeah, you know, well deserved, no... and uh, he's missed. You know, definitely mm-hmm. a hero saving his his son. But uh, ended up costing his life. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah I mean, definitely a warrior. Mm-hmm. Very similar to um, Naya Rivera doing the same thing. Um, you know, the Glee star. She she did the same thing for her 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 child as well. Eerily the same same exact scenario. You know. 
you know, just shows you that, you know, you know, there, you know, there are some, you know, good, good people who are good parents, you know, who, you know, who laid down their life to make, to ensure that their, their child could have a future. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, well-deserved honor. I mean, he was so, you know, him and JTG were so popular. So, you know, you would hope, you would hope that one day they would go in, you know, as a tag team, but yeah, man, uh, Chad Gaspar, he, he, he was already hall of, in my opinion, hall of fame, re- or, you know, worthy. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, sad how his, you know, what happened to his life, but you know, he's, you know, he's, he's truly a hero and a, and a great father. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's going to join Undertaker who's going to be, inducted in by uh, Vince McMahon. And uh, Vader is finally going to go in, even though, you know, Vader was begging WWE to put him in, you know, while he was alive. Uh, you know, they're finally it's about doing time. That. Yeah, I know. Kind of remind me of the, you know, the China story. Like, they they wait until, you know, these people pass away before they, they did. A macho man also, you know. We, we were fortunate that Bruno San Martino and, Ultimate Warrior were able to get in while they were alive, even though yeah. they had bad blood. But yeah, so um, oh yeah, and also Charmel, you know, the wife of Booker T, Queen Charmel. So oh yeah, yeah, this is a great cl- great uh, class this year. Yeah, looking forward to it. Was there anybody else that went into the hall that got inducted in this year's also that that I'm forgetting? Uh, no one else I can think of. Yeah, I think they're gonna have the um, they're gonna have the um, what you gonna call it? They're gonna have the the um, the ceremony, you know, right after Raw. Nice. Uh, let's see what is, let's see what is, yeah, yeah, that's it. Those are the, the only four. Yeah. Um, looks like Bautista might be a presenter. Oh, really? Wow. Oh. It looks like I'm reading here. Um, I'm trying to think, who will he induct? Um, I'm trying to think who will he induct? Um, what are they say? I'm trying to think who 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 are the people in here? Maybe it could be Chad Gaspar. Yeah, I think I think it would be Chad Gaspar. I can't really think. No, no, actually, um, it's normally what's her name, Dana Warrior, that does it. Ultimate Warrior's wife that usually does it. Oh, wait a minute, my fault, my fault, my fault. They think he's going to be inducted next year, 2023, from what I'm reading. So he's going to be inducted. He's going to be, most likely he's going to be inducted in 2023. Uh, so, yeah, he's not he's not an inductor. Oh, okay. Okay, so here, here's – okay, here, uh, now I'm seeing right here. Vince McMahon's going to induct Undertaker. We know that. Booker T is inducting his wife, Queen Charmel. Obvious choice. Dana Warrior is going to duck Shad Gaspar. Uh, and Vader, he hasn't been, Vader hasn't been chosen who's to induct them. I would assume it would be maybe McFoley. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. To me, I would think it would be McFoley. Can't really think of anybody else who would, who would uh, induct yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, I'd say Harley Race, but Harley Race, is, he's, he's not even alive. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody else. I think McFoley's going to be or the one. Or Sting. The Sting's in AEW. Yeah, Sting's in AEW. I don't think Vince would make them come. Um, yeah, become. some battles back in the NWA, WCW days with Sting. Mm-hmm. Also Ric Flair. Yeah, maybe, maybe Ric Flair, but then again, I don't know. He, Him and Ric, WWE and Ric Flair hasn't... I mean, Vince and him are still cool, but... um. I think he, you know, he he doesn't like the way that they've, you know, treated his character with the whole um, Lacey Evans storyline and 
and probably some other stuff. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to come and do it. Maybe for Vader, maybe, perhaps. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we shall see. And uh, last but not least, Brock Lesnar, WWE champion versus Roman Reigns, the universal champion for to, for the winner-takes-all match to unify both titles. Who you got here? I'm going with Brock Lesnar winning both titles. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm normally I would say Roman Reigns, but yeah, this is Brock Lesnar's era right now. He's just he's just being Galactus and Thanos and the Mandarin all combined, man. He's just racking up title wins. Now he got eight you know he got eight championships now. Yeah. I mean he's just he's just racking it up, man. So yeah, he's just gonna put another Hardware, you know, he'll, he'll he'll lose the title, you know, maybe uh, he could lose it maybe a month from now or a year from now, and he'll just get the title back, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, Brock, you know, Brock's going to win this. What can you say? You know, and then Roman Reigns is going to have to acknowledge him. You think Roman Reigns will do that? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Yeah, well, you gonna have no choice but to when he when he's on the mat, you know, after the three fall. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think what happened on Raw. I mean SmackDown. Um. Yeah, they were at the Barclays Center. Did you, oh yeah, did you, that's did you, right. I saw that. Oh man, that was the that might have been the most boringest Barclays Center um episode I've ever seen. Yeah, Nothing. they weren't as uh, excited as you'd think. Especially in New York City, it's usually a, a, a excited crowd. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. that. Then again, the Barclays Center is not the Garden, so. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, even but even so, even the uh, Barclays Center, I mean, you'd have some people. I think it's because they didn't have no matches. Everything is set. You know, it's the day before WrestleMania. If this was like the day after or the week after, you know what I mean? Like if this was the first, um. SmackDown after WrestleMania, then it would have been pumped. You know what I mean? But WrestleMania is uh, next week, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they're a week too early. They're like a week a week or two too early. Like yeah. they should have did this after the Wrestle after WrestleMania was you know over and have that Barclays Center. Like there's nothing to hype up. There was there was no matches. There was no titles on the line. It was everything is just set in stone. Yeah, I mean, what can you say, man? Yeah, and uh, we'll see how this WrestleMania turns out, and you know, next week. Mhm. But yeah, I definitely think they should go back to doing one night. Amen to that, man. Amen to that. This is this two night thing is is just it. Yeah, it, it's it, it's been it, it's been um, overkill already. Like just. Switch it back. But um, shifting gears. Um, what's your thoughts on, uh, you know, the off season, the baseball off season, spring training is is going on right now. Uh, baseball is going to start in what two weeks from now. How you feeling, man? Yeah, I'm uh, feeling good. I mean, well, kind of well. I guess not good, but okay. I mean, I wish the Yankees would have uh, gotten Correa, Freeman, and they let Freeman go to the Red Sox. Correa, pretty much, they helped the Twins get Correa by helping them free a salary cap and then Mm -hmm. trading Gary Sanchez and Urshela Urshela to the Twins. So I didn't like that one bit. But Mm -hmm. I think we still got a good team to compete. And uh, that is that that American League East is going to be a tough division to play in this year. I mean, you got Toronto, you got Red Sox, you got Orioles who have all improved. So it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle-tested division this year. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, looking forward to see how these guys, uh, how these guys perform this year. And some of these new guys, Donaldson, the shortstop and, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm pumped up. 
Yeah, well, that's good, man. You know, glad to see you all pumped up, you know. Like you said, the Yankees didn't do any, uh, you know, major moves, you know. Um, everybody around them did it, you know. Um, you know, Story shockingly went to the Red Sox instead of, you know, coming to them. And apparently one of the people from the Red Sox was talking. Was Story or Freeman? Oh, uh, did I get that wrong? No, 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 both. No, both. No, you said Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but there was, you know, there was a bunch of rumors, you know, before, like ever since last year, you know, people were saying, you know, Yankees might trade for Lindor. Obviously, he got traded to the Mets. Um, then, you know, of course, there was Correa, um, Story. Um, trying to think who else was, was out there. I mean, yeah, there was a bunch of Simeon, all, all these different guys who, you know, people thought, you know, potentially could have came. But, um, you know. But then again, you know, the Yankees, they always have something up their sleeve, you know. Um, I mean, they did get Donaldson, who's who's going to provide grit for that team, you know, someone with an edge. Um, I think that could, you know, you never know. That could be the difference for the Yankees, you know, turn around their, um, you know, their, their postseason, you know, ineffectiveness to hit, you know, with runners in scoring position in, in the playoffs, you know, so. We'll see what happens, you know. Obviously, yeah, they didn't get Freeman, but, you know, Freeman, you know, he went to the Dodgers. And um, the Dodgers didn't even the, – the, the Braves didn't even um, give him a heads up that they're moving in another direction, you know. And then there was a – and then um, Tripper Jones recently spoke out and said that, you know, he warned Freeman, you know, to, like, sign the extension that um, – you know, if you know if that happens, he's playing a dangerous game, and you know now Freeman is a Dodger, and now the Dodgers are even more scarier. And Dave Roberts, the the the, the the their manager said that they're gonna win it again. So they probably will with that with that lineup. Yeah, they you know they got a tough team. They got a yeah, they got an awesome team with, with pitching. Uh, Kershaw return. They got Bueller. You know, they got an extremely tough team. You know, but I'm just hoping and praying that the Mets can, uh, can you know, overtake them. You know, because the Mets, you know, they got they got arguably the best one-two combination in the game. You know, maybe even three. You know, if you want to include Bassett, who was the 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 um. You know the ace of the, the that uh, that Denur big three with, um, you know with Bastet, Manaya, and um, I'm trying to think of the other guy. Okay, wait. There was Bassett, Bassett, Manaya, and Montez. I think is the other guy's name. So yeah, I mean, we we shall see what happens. And then you know the Mets improved. You know they they signed Escobar. They signed Kana. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other guy's name, Marte. And then, but of course, um, and then of course, you know, of course they got Serger back yeah. in the trade. You know, they made some, they made some moves, you know, some big moves, but yeah, the other teams, like you said, in the AL East, they made moves. The NL East definitely made moves too. You know, the, um, the Braves, they got, um, Matt Olsen to replace, um, Freeman. Um, I forgot. They get, I think they signed somebody else. Uh, oh yeah, Canley Jansen. You know, a guy who I wanted the Mets to sign. You know, as as a backup closer. You know, or and a slash setup man. You know, to Diaz. Phillies. They they signed Schwarber and um, Castellanos. You know, that's scary. You know, pairing. Pairing him with you know Bryce Harper and JT Realmuto, you know that that and DD Gregorius, you know that that Philly team, that Philly team got even more scarier, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of teams um, improved this offseason. Mm-hmm. And uh, even then, even the Marlins they they signed um, uh, Soler, yeah. you know, away from the Braves, you know. So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. And then uh, shifting gears, you have um, the the Knicks 
and uh, you know the Knicks. The season, you know, gets over, but the Knicks are, you know, the the young guys, the young bucks, and they're they're you know they're fighting. You know, uh, quickly had a, a big game, twenty points, scored like what? Um, well, I think he scored twenty three points. Twenty of his twenty of his twenty three points in the fourth quarter, when the Knicks overcame a seventeen point deficit in the fourth quarter to overcome it. R.J. Barrett, you know, had a rare off night. He only scored, I think, like 18 points, didn't shoot well. But prior to that, R.J. Barrett, man, he was, you know, he, I think he had back-to-back 30-point games. Um, yeah, he's been playing great. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he, you know, he, he's going to finish the season averaging 20 points, you know, as long as he mm-hmm. continues this hot streak that he's on. Exactly. Yeah, he definitely got to keep it up, man. You know, but, but this uh, young group of Knicks, yeah, I mean they've been playing well these last ten games, and you know their their record could have been even better if they didn't blow a lot of these leads, you know, you know the last month or so. I mean they they've been in these games, but when the second half comes, it's like they they uh, relax a little bit, let the other team come back, and yeah, it's that's been a major problem for them, not holding on to leads. I mean, they could have probably been close to 500 right now. Absolutely. And yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. I you know the the young guys are performing well. RJ Barrett quickly. He's quickly developing. You know, um, Jericho Sims is starting to play a little bit more. Obi Toppin started a little bit. You know, these past couple of days, uh, in place of Randall, and you know the the young guys, uh, McBride, Grimes. You know the the young guys are, you know, producing. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they can keep it up. Hopefully, I mean, it might be a little too little, too late, but they mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, for sure. Song is um Tipperow is committed to playing the young guys more, giving them more of an opportunity. You know, the sky's the limit for those guys. You know. Yeah. Which one would you rather? Him, him, continue to try to play the veterans and try to win and see if we can get this play-in game. You know, or focus on the the focus on the young guys, even if it if it costs us the play-in. I mean, why why can't we do both? You couldn't I mean, both. You could still play the veterans, but you could also still give the young guys some time. And I mean, that's pretty much what they've been doing. You, you know, the, the last week they they have been playing the veterans, but then again, the young guys are coming off the bench, giving them energy and helping them win some of these games. You know, mm-hmm. so hopefully they can continue it and uh, you know finish out finish the season out strong. But you know, again, it's this effort it might be a little too late right now. Mhm. Absolutely right. Yeah, one thing that's not too late is uh um Mayor Adams, you know, he he reversed the mandate which allows, you know, players to um you know, unvaccinated players to 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 play home games. So as a result, now that the, the Mets and the Yankees don't have to worry about uh, opening day missing some players, potential, potentially. And, of course, on the Nets side, Kyrie Irving is finally able to uh, play some play, play home games just in time for the, the, play, the, you know, the playoffs coming up. So um, Perfect timing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely the, the, good, you know, the right time as the Nets are going into the playoffs mm-hmm. in this play-in. And Kyrie's been killing it. You know, he's mm-hmm. scoring 60, 50, 40-something mm-hmm. points. Yeah, he's been on a tear. Mm-hmm. So they need oh, him yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, perfect timing. Kyrie Irving was taking his game, his game to the next level, and now the whole team is going to be uh, get to witness it finally, you know, for the first time in, since the pandemic era. So... Yeah, we we shall see. But um yeah, I think that's think uh think that's about it. I could think of. Um I think we're you know, we're good. I mean 
Anything you'd like to talk about before we, you know, head off? Uh, no. Uh, check out my show, iMac, uh, coming up here. Check your local listings. Special tournament we do every year, Mac Madness Tournament. So uh, check your local listings for that. Thank you, Mac. Thanks for, uh, you know, coming on the show again, as always. And also, you know, check out his show. And, uh, of course, check out uh, my YouTube channel, Sports Simulator TV. And uh, come back in two weeks for the only episode of uh, Sports Urban Legend, uh, where we when we review WrestleMania 38 and also the Batman film we saw um, a few weeks ago. So, and what other, you know, surprises, you know, that, that might happen or, you know, during this mini break. So again, I want to thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this episode of Sports on the Legend. Um, and, you know, we'll see you next week. I mean, actually two weeks. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.